a la casa de tu tío, ladies and gentlemen. And voters all over the district. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Emo Brown, the podcast brought to you by Full Circle Group. When in need to expand your real estate portfolio, commercial or residential, don't forget to reach out to our favorite guys, the dynamic duo of Fabio and Alberto. Whether you're buying, selling or investing in real estate, put your trust in Full Circle Group. Well done, boys. Look at you guys. We're here with episode number 17 for the day. You don't believe me? Listen to this raspy voice. That's what's going on. We're here with none other than one of the big homies, bro. He's uh, He took me under the wing initially when I wanted to start doing this podcast and kind of showing me the way. Once upon a time, he also had a podcast for himself. And then he started blowing up. And he says, you know what? I want to throw my hat into the arena of elementary school politics. So he did. He took over position, became seat number five. For the Chulavis Elementary School District board. Now he says, I want to elevate myself. I'm going to take it to the next level. Cesar Fernandez is here to join us to tell us about this new venture. Look at him. Look at him looking like a Caltrans employee in all of his orange glory. Welcome back, dude. Oh, man. It's great to be back. This there it is. is the premier podcast coming out of San Diego. That's what we're doing. And this is the foremost foundation in Chula Vista. I'm not a big fan of begging for votes or you know whatever it is you're doing but i appreciate the <laughs> the, the the motivation and the confidence and those kind words nobody gives me kind words like you, you well i tell you, you the what, best you actually cannot vote for me unless you are using this address as your place of uh, your your registration for voting really and you don't and you shouldn't you you're registered over there in district two but stay right there i will no i vote for district two because that's where i am from right, but right. legally i could vote from here I don't know. If this is your place of business, you cannot do that. It's a place of uh, recreation, mm. not business. No money is made here. Um, simply memories, dreams, and aspirations, which brings you in today. That's right. What do you got going on, bro? First off, catch us up. What are you all about? Where are you from? What's, what, what's the goal? What's the goal here? So, uh, you know, you grew up here. Sure. You love Chula Vista. I fell in love with Chula Vista. I came here as a teacher in 2006 teaching uh, high school math and immediately just loved where I was at. 2008, I bought my first home here, mm. right here on the west side, corner of 2nd and Nell, and I ain't never looked back. Very nice, bro. Uh, what was the first school you taught at? Uh, Otay Ranch High School. Okay. Well, the first, first school? In Chula Vista, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Chula Vista, Otay Ranch High School. Very nice. Okay, yeah. Before that, I taught in, uh, in City Heights. City, where in City Heights? Uh, Monroe Clark Middle School. Monroe Clark Middle School. I used to... Uh, be in banking in my office was really close to Monroe Clark. Mm. I used to be on 43rd and University. You were the guy that what cashes the checks, puts a little stamp on it. I can't imagine that. I was just I was just a guy living the dream, doing my thing, bro. So I am originally from that neighborhood. Okay, lived there until I was 24, and then moved Hoover High School or what? No, no. Actually, I went to uh, ended up at San Diego High for two years, and Gavers. I ended up graduating from uh, Morris High School. Morris High School. Mm -hmm. I'm look at you, Go man. Tigers. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Like that? Like that? How old are you? I am 50. And you're banging your high school mascot. <laughs> that I came mean, out a little wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that oh. came out a little wrong. Let's not say <laughs> <I> that one. <laughs> you're highly supportive you of your that? high school alumni. <laughs> Can mascot? you reward that, please? <laughs> you're banging a tiger. Ah, <laughs> oh, Caesar, you're going to regret coming out here. <laughs> when this is show episode 17th of the day, these are the things that happen. These are the things that happen, bro. We get a little silly. Tell us more about yourself, sir. Uh, so yeah, like I was saying, uh, math teacher, both, uh, at the junior high and the high school, uh, level. Um, and, uh, I decided to move into the world of after school programs. A job opened up in the district, uh, to run all the after school programs on the West side. So that's what I've been doing since 2018. Akin to like a six to six, something like that. Exactly. Okay. It is, it is the current version of six to six. We actually call it expanded learning. That's the fancy name for it, but everybody here will relate to after school, right? And so these are the these are the activities, the the clubs, the offerings uh, that keep students on campus uh, from six a.m. to six p.m. The critical hours, keeping them safe. You know what I mean? They're having fun, or they're or they're getting tutored for a certain assignment or something. But it's what keeps them on campus. It is an essential uh, component of school for some of these parents who are at work or are unable to pick up their children. 
directly after school. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and what better thing than to have an after school program where these kids can go and entertain themselves and actually, you know, yeah, be productive. And for me, for me, it's like uh, it's the petri dish of uh, innovation for schools, right? It's where we try stuff, and if it fails, we we come back and we we try something different, or we just try to make it bre- better. You guys um, experiment on these kids. Yeah, I mean, with the offerings and such, mm. right? Sometimes it's from the adult's perspective of, of, hey, I think this is what would be fun for a kid, and then it fails. Mm. Or, or then you actually start listening to them. What do you want to do? Uh, and then depending on how you build it, how you advertise it, how you support it, it'll usually be successful if that's what they want to do. Your experience in elementary schools have been great since you wanted to throw your hat into the politics side of school. Yeah, so now you're kind of fast-forwarding to what's going on with me currently. Um, I was appointed to the elementary school board. Very nice. Um, I work in the in the secondary school board, uh, sec- secondary school district, but I was appointed to the elementary school board in 2021, and then I actually got elected to that same seat uh, in 2022. So that experience has been phenomenal, phenomenal. We have amazing staff. We have amazing, amazing teachers in Chula Vista Elementary School District. And uh, I can't say enough about about our central office as well. Um, we're one of very few school districts that has improved since coming out of quarantine. Really? Absolutely. My children are a part of this school district, so that, that makes me happy to hear you say that. Yeah, so when we looked at the metrics that just came out, I mean, we went up uh, in scores for um, English learners. We went up in scores for uh, math. And then also uh, chronic absenteeism went down. So we really should be comparing ourselves to the Del Mars and the Coronados. That's, that's how good the district has come along. Really proud of that work. At one point we were at that level then? No, I think that, I think that every school district suffered because of distance learning, period, end of story. Like that, huh? From the academics to the behaviors, I mean, every school district has dealt with something resulting from quarantine. Man, that was a crazy time, man. It was. I had a kindergartner that went back to school, a second grader. Yeah. Or maybe a third grader now, I don't remember. But definitely was not ready for the curriculum that came his way at that point. Of the three boys, because one, my youngest, we just went rolled right into kindergarten. Mm-hmm. You know, so he got the opportunity to observe his uh, brothers at home. And they're great uh, mentors, I guess you can call it, or role models for him to learn on. Because these guys are very active. They're, they they interact a lot. They're, they 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 thrive with their communication skills, you know, like they mm-hmm. do very well. So my youngster is just like, he reaped the benefits. He goes in, he's a fast soccer, fast learner. Everything was good. My oldest was, I believe in third grade. Now he's in sixth grade when it all happened. So he's been fine as well. My, my kindergartner that went in second grade, he's been the one that had the most rough time and we've had to be very hands-on mm-hmm. and been, uh, you know, we go to the school actually to learn about his progress and they keep us in tune and he's, he's turned it around and he's, he's, you know, catching up and getting back on course. But yeah, we saw firsthand what, Distance learning and learning from home was yeah, yeah. not a good thing. And, and you bring up a good point. I know that, that uh, you and your wife are very involved in your children's education, and I think that's across the board in all of our schools. Parents in Chula Vista, they care about their kids' education. So they're there on campus. They're part of the PTA. Um, they're giving their, their free time to make sure that uh, the school is running smoothly. And you know what? They're, they're checking up on their kids. And so that, that parent, the parental push – is definitely a large part of why we're successful. They're checking up on you too. They go to the city council meetings. I'm sorry, the uh, school board council meetings, right? Yeah, they do. They do. Some of that, um, a lot of that is, is, is true concern over what's happening in our schools. Um, and, and you know what? Some of it is just the the politics of our day. Okay. That's just what's going on right now. Just voices that want to be heard. They throw yeah. it out there and see what's going on. Exactly. That's probably not your favorite part of the job, I'm assuming. Or is it something that you learned from vastly? I think I think I'm always ready to solve a problem, and so no matter what the person is saying, I'm still listening. You're gonna still see me with my pen in my hand, ready to write down something that needs to be fixed. Very nice. Even if they are, even if they are, you know, I don't being disrespectful or. <laughs> calling us out of our names i mean i've seen the videos man <laughs> i've seen the videos man the videos aren't very get yeah. your popcorn in most cases Put a little tapatio on that popcorn. in most cases i feel like people were literally just going there to raise a ruckus yeah yeah that's 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 true and i think it's pretty easy to pick up on right in in golf it's called q school what leads you to become a professional golfer to get your tour card and to join the pga rankings 
for you to become a city council member, I feel like maybe the school board that you were part of seat number five for the Chula Vista, Chula Vista Elementary School District, that was your Q school. It kind of gave you an opportunity to kind of see on a smaller scale what is coming your way mm -hmm. in the next chapter of your political life. Is that what we can refer to this as? Yeah, yeah, sure. Political life, political career. Aspirations. Yeah, all that. What motivates you? What is driving you to take it to this level? You, you obviously love being in this position. You know, honestly, it just, it started with me being a teacher and working for the youth. It, it really is, is that. It's the passion that, that is born from that career, right? And so some people will say, well, Caesar, that's your job. You're paid to, to do this. But I'm not paid to do it well or care as much as I care about these students, right? Uh, any teacher will tell you if, if they're good at what they do, they're spending time outside of their duty day helping kids, working with kids, right? And it's just that passion, that drive, that's where it started. Um, I wanted to see better things happening in my, my school site, so I helped out, I gave my free time. I wanted to see better things happening for teachers, so I joined union leadership and, and started working on, you know, working conditions and such. Um, and then I wanted to, to see education from a different vantage point and, and decided to step in for the school board, right? But my whole time it's all about improvement it's all about working towards being better again figuring out what's not working finding the solutions that we need for our kids well now i want to take that passion to city hall very nice and the community i wish i could vote for you bro how how can we make it better i would vote you i would vote for you four times now we are currently we are currently <laughs> you said four times <laughs> <laughs> would you get some of your would you get some of your dead relatives to vote for me as that's well? That's a please? thing apparently. That's a thing apparently. I don't know if it is. Um so we are currently sitting in the district that I am running for. This is district four right here. Barry can vote for you. And and I, I do wanna be I do wanna be clear for all of your listeners, and I know there's a ton of them out there. Um you can vote for me if you live south of L Street. Mm. Um it goes almost all the way to Palm, but we know that that's city of San Diego. And then the west boundary is Oleander. Okay, all the way to the water. So east. I'm sorry, the east boundary. Just here to make sure my sorry. District 4 city council member knows east from west. <laughs> just that is an important sure, piece of information. Just want to make sure he knows the area that he covers, you know. So yes, <laughs> so yes, the eastern boundary is Oleander. Oleander, all okay. All the way to the water. Now, once it gets to the water, it cuts out to this weird little finger that goes all the way down to H. So so that Gaylord development, that's yeah. actually in That's your dist district. That's actually in District 4. Look at you. Yeah. How do you get assigned which district? Do you just say, oh, there's four districts. I think I want this one. Or is it based on your zip code picks on, or based on what? How does this work? If District 1 was available, could you have uh, opted to run for that district? Steve. Yes, sir. I just told you what the boundaries of this district are. Go ahead. You have to live. You have to live there. You have okay. to live here. Perfect. If I miss it, I'm sure everyone else missed it. So just letting you know, it's it's beautiful of you to repeat it. So, okay, you can't run for a different district that your address. Oh, okay. You cannot. All right. You cannot. Who's in my district? What district am I? Your district two. And, Go ahead. And your, your district two. And your council member is Jose Preciado. Okay. We're fans. We're supporters of Jose Preciado? Yes, we are. That's our guy. I've known him since college. He's That's a, not a, answering my question. He is a fantastic okay. legislator. He's very, um, very well read on on those topics that he's voting on. He's running as well. He's doing his thing. Oh no, he already won. He's done. He he, he won in twenty twenty two. What is this special election for? Uh, mine is not a special election. Mm. You're the involved. City, the, you're very special. The, <laughs> the city attorney election is the special one. Okay, so yeah. that's the one, yes. Marco Verdugo. That guy. Yeah, that guy. We like him. Uh, yes, we like him. We are running on a slate with him and uh, Michael and Zunza. I saw the poster board. I saw, saw it. I saw it. Okay. We're, that's the three-headed monster that we're backing. <laughs> that's who we yes. like. Yes, that is your Hydra uh -huh. for Chula Vista. Yes. Okay, very nice, man. <laughs> they all have to wear the same suit. <laughs> so it's yourself. It's Marco Verdugo. Mm -hmm. And it is? Michael and Zunza. Michael and Zunza. What is he running for? He's running for District 3, mm -hmm. which is on the east side, uh, south of Olympic. Okay. All right. Man. Yeah. More importantly, what's he running from? A plethora. <laughs> a plethora of information being thrown at us today. Now, now, you know, Michael comes from a political family. I've heard uh, that name. He's very Hey, I know that name, Chico, was political. Is 
Go ahead. He, 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 Where's where that from there, Albert? Go ahead. Scarface, <laughs> baby. Scarface. <laughs> Revenga! <laughs> Libertad! <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I've known Mikey since the fifth grade, man. He Mikey, I, we're yeah, on that level. Yeah, All right, yeah. go he ahead. He and I went to Grand Elementary together. We went to San Diego State together. Um, I know his wife because she works in the high school district. She's an amazing, amazing principal at Sweetwater High. Um, so, uh, it's actually, you know, my honor to run with uh, side by side with him. He's a good dude. Oh, wow, very nice. Yeah. Look at you. Wow. I just asked where we know that name from. You went all in. Yeah, yeah, no. That's a that's a homies. Everybody on this slate of running, they're all homies. They're all friends. You guys are all Mar very well acquainted with each other. Yeah, Mar Marco's about a decade younger, so I, you know, I didn't grow up knowing Marco. Um he is a friend of friends. He's an East Lake grad. Um and when when you hear him talk about the law, you know he knows his stuff. Yeah. Dude went to to USD law. Like he he knows his stuff and it it shows when he starts talking to you about what the city attorney is supposed to do. It was very funny because I mean, <laughs> I don't. I think he took it wrong because I said, "Yeah, man, you remind me of the lawyer from Yellowstone." I was going, well, you know this, <laughs> I was like, Jamie, Jamie Dutton, the black sheep son. <laughs> oh, you're cool, man. but I didn't mean it like that. I was like, he he seems sharp and on top of his things, like Jamie Dutton. So I was like, oh man, great show, great show. By the way, great show. Just wrapped up that uh, whole series. I'm ready to start the next one. It's like 1836 or 1912 or some shit. Both of those, both of those prequels are bomb. Really, better Bother. than the first, that better than this. I mean, this one stretched out so long that you can say that it's it's the one, right? Okay. It's the ultimate one. But when you go back and you watch those prequels, they're they're dope. They're really good. Man, you you are a busy guy because not only do you do these things and are running for that thing, yeah. you're also part of CVA Little League, the member. Yeah, yeah, and we'll just say we'll just say I'm a board member at a local little league. I try not to mix. Oh my, my god! I try not to mix my politics with my uh, with my baseball. We Is don't that people <laughs> be able to find them on the field. So that's oh, why that's man. why you won't see any of my political ads wearing like you know their stuff. You know, really, I I keep it separate. But uh, yeah, I, what's the the world of politics? is weird, man. Uh, yeah, I feel like okay. I know you. Mm -hmm. I know you, sir. Mm -hmm. I've known you for some time now. Mm -hmm. I feel like I have to watch the way I talk to you now. No, I just have to watch the way that I respond to you. Why? <laughs> are people watching you? Are, are, hey, you can be you, fam. That's a I gotta, perfect answer. <laughs> I gotta watch me. Dude, are people like, are you under the microscope right now? Oh, 100%. Is this a highly contested election? Is this something that people are paying attention to? Or there's a lot of scrutiny? It's not my district, so I'm unaware. Uh, yeah, I, I think anytime you're running for city council, it's a highly contested election. This is a big move. I don't, I don't, I don't hardly ever see any city councilman running unopposed, right? Okay. But, but this one is highly contested. There are some circumstances around it that make it so. I won't really get it too much into that. Uh, the hell you won't, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we're, oh, we're getting all. We're about to right jump now. head first into that. You know, I, I'll tell you that I, I jumped in late mm. and, and I got a lot of support immediately. Okay. We're talking about from uh, from the party, um, and we're talking about from labor. Uh, they jumped behind me uh, really quickly, and that upset some folks. Okay, because some folks then felt maybe like you know they were they were pushed out or left out of the process. What do you uh, credit that to? What do you credit that? Why, why do you think uh, so much support and backing came your way so quickly after jumping in? You know, it's just all of my work that I've done, both in the community and as a uh, a union leader for my teachers association. Uh, you know, you're talking about over a decade of working with other people, supporting their causes, and just naturally like building friendships with these folks. So when when they think of, hey, who is going to protect workers? Who's going to make sure that they're getting a livable wage? Who's going to fight for their working conditions? Uh, they know they can count on me, Cesar Fernandez. And so that's why they, they jump behind me uh, rather quickly. And well, again, some people that, that, that upset them. And so are you ready for that war or is the war part over? Uh, no, um, pretty much like right in the beginning of it. So I need to tell the voters this, right? Your, your ballots are currently at your house. Probably they've been mailed to you and you got to vote. You got to vote for the primary on March 5th. Okay. Okay. And so you're going to see my name on there uh, March 5th and the top two will move on to the election in November. Right. 
So, so right now when we're thinning talk, the herd right now. We're thinning the herd. But when you're talking about, are you in the war? Is it over? Uh, I'm in it and it's just starting. Really? Yeah. What can we look forward to in season two of running for city council with Cesar <laughs> Fernandez? <laughs> what are some of, what are some of the obstacles and some of the pitfalls that we are trying to avoid? Nah, nah, you know, it's, it's going to be, um, bro. what does your wife think about this? What does your kids think about this? Cause I feel like, okay, we are not a political podcast. But it no. turns out that I have friends that are running for political office. Yeah. They're running for, for, for spots that, you know, they feel that they, they need to jump into and, and, and make the world a better place. And I, I commend you for that. That's crazy. But with all this good comes a, comes a lot of pushback. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's not going to be as fun, as easy, and as entertaining as it was for running for seat number five <laughs> in the Chula Vista, Chula Vista Elementary School Board District. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. I'm sure that there's – how do you prepare for this? Do you sit down and talk to your family like, hey, guys, I'm going to throw my hat into the political ring with aspirations of becoming District 4's city council member. This is what could potentially happen. People are going, what does happen? Because I've seen people just – get into arguments, get into wars, like, like try to like shit on each other. Yeah. Why, why, why is that an option? Why can't it just be cordial? Why does it have to be like, all like, I don't know, evil. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't during the work day, I'd have a drink with you and we could talk about. That okay. It's, it's, it's drama then. <laughs> uh, you know, again, that happens when, when other candidates see someone getting a ton of support, you know, they, they're literally like uh, the front person to, to make it through. And, and they feel that it's best for their campaign to try to drag that person down. Okay. I just don't have the energy for that. I, I need to focus on my campaign and what I need to do to win. So you, you're not going to ever hear me talking bad about another candidate like that. Yeah, and you're, I wasn't really, I wasn't referencing that. I just remember the Chula Vista mayoral election. Yeah. Then that's what I was referencing is when we started bringing on the candidates for uh, prospects running for Chula Vista mayor mm -hmm. and just subsequently saw the ads that they would put out mm -hmm. of Amar floating on couches, yeah. uh, you know, John McCann and just all of these things. I was like, oh man, these guys are going after each other. This is, this is small town, like uh, local politics then, huh? Well, you know, Small town is, is, is a misnomer these days, right? Sure. They still call Chula Vista like, what do they call it? Like a little bed and breakfast town or okay. something like that. But we're a big city, fam. We're, we're over 300,000 people. We've been over 300,000 people. It's just people. a fact that, you know, everybody knows everybody here within like 0.5 degrees of separation. Yeah. And, uh, we still think we're a small town. But, but running for city council or mayor is a big deal here. Yeah. So guess what? Taking shots at each other, what we call hit pieces. Hit that, that's pieces. A, yeah, that is a part. Mudslinging. That's a big part of the campaign. If you can find some mud on your opponent, you're going to throw it. Unreal, man. You should it, see the podcast community. It's brutal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is it really? No. no. We all love each other. We don't even know each other. Dude, he, he hooked me right in on that one. <laughs> and your family is ready for this. So, yeah, like you were saying, it, it happened exactly like you said it. Uh-oh. You know, I, I first went to my wife with this. Yes. If I, if I was ever going to do something like this, Caesar, Because she went through the first one, and it wasn't, it wasn't easy for either of us because we really? didn't know what to expect, mm. right? That, the time away, the time that I'm on the phone. It's a demanding job. Yeah. It's a yeah. demanding job to be even for the, for the school board. It's a demanding job. So when she gave the blessing, then, then yeah, we had to sit down with the family and say, well, this is what's going to happen, right? Dad's going to be gone. Um, you, you know, you have, to, you have to be careful, always looking around to see who's looking at you because guess what? This stuff is going to happen and they're going to come at dad like this. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So you have to have those honest discussions before you decide to jump into this level of politics good on you man yeah i appreciate that better you than most of us I, in all honesty and i and, and i'm here because i wouldn't have the confidence um that i have in my community if i didn't have people like you behind me straight what, up what, look at that a, like, a, a, an unwarranted comf, uh, compliment from our like, again you can't vote for me so i I'm, can't i'm not i'm not paying <laughs> I'm not. You're not you pandering for no. votes. I can win me well, over. I'm pandering votes right there into that camera. <laughs> there it is. If you live in D4, again, I gave you the boundaries. If you live in D4, I need your vote to win March 5th. So, so no, I'm not pandering. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> what does a city council member job it consist of? What are some of the responsibilities? I mean, first and foremost, you have to you have to uh, you have to manage, help manage, and guide the budget for the city. Are we rich or are we poor? You know, uh, depends on who you ask. Some people will say we are staying afloat. 
And some people will say that we are heading towards a structural deficit. Mm. Okay, so you got to manage that. Uh, people will say, and, 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 and I believe that we need to increase the tax base of our city. Uh, I didn't say increase taxes. That's not what I said. Increase the tax base. Uh, the, the number of people uh, and businesses that are paying taxes into our city. Um, the other thing is safety. You got to manage public safety. How are we you, currently? Well, you tell me. How is How are things right here around this building? I mean, everything is cool. We have a security guard in the front. Um, <laughs> the kind of security guard that's here 24-7. Shout out, Ed. Shout out, Ed. He's always hanging out. I mean, honestly, the, we're a different animal down here. We're, we're in a different world when it relates to the warehouse and residential living. I don't know. I don't know how we're doing down here. You know, I have yeah. friends that have businesses here, whether it's a barbershop or bars or restaurants. Or here, I was operating out of the warehouse. And, yeah, everybody seems to be on the up and up. Everyone's good. But, I mean, I don't live down here, so I don't know. I know in my district, yeah. um, District 2, North Chula Vista, we are in a very busy corridor as my house, my property um, respalga, what does that mean? Uh, next to the uh, third Avenue, a very, very popular, very, uh, um, lot of boots on the ground type of, uh, environment. Mm -hmm. Um, with that obviously comes a little bit more hecticness, a little bit more crime. If that if, is even a thing, but yeah, that, I don't know how it relates down here, man. Yeah, Barry, so you live down here. What, how, how do you enjoy living in district four, Barry? I think it's all right. I think it's safe. I don't think uh, we notice too much craziness. And it's not like when you go downtown, you know, you're not like stepping over people to get around and you don't hear like crazy, like sirens going off all the time. Mm -hmm. And so, and so where, where do you live in district four there, BJ? Second and orange. Come find me. Second and orange. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think where exactly. The heart of district four. That's me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about the heart. <laughs> we're right by the goats, man. Why else would they put the goats there? The goats are over here right now. Well, but that's but just their move. summer home. Yeah, but they, they move. They get back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. It kind of is the middle. It is the middle of District 4. And, and I got to say, um, I believe the heart and soul of District 4 is the Castle Park community. My, my wife went to all the castle schools, and she is... So you're obligated to say that now. I, I, I'm not. <laughs> you know what, 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 I, what I am saying, though, is she is very, very proud that I am running uh, for the district that she grew up in. You can um, do no harm when your wife is in your corner, my friend. But just to get back to what you were saying, so, so we definitely have to manage public safety, and um, the highest uh, rate of crime is here in District 4. There it is. And so we just have to direct the city resources to where they need to be. Right. Um, for a long time, people have wanted all things to be equal. <laughs> and now the buzzword has been for a few years now, equity. You give people what they need when they need it. And so there needs to be a, a higher focus on public safety here on the west side. You know, specifically dealing with our, our unhoused population in a compassionate way um, where they get the services that they need. Um and maybe we can help a few of them not be unhoused anymore, get them back on their feet. That seems like such a daunting task, one that really does not have a clear-cut answer. It yeah. seems like there are many ways to address the, what did you call it, unsheltered people? Unhoused, unsheltered. Could we not say homeless? You that, can say homeless if you want. Is that no? But is that like a, a no. bad term? No, it's not. It's just not the word I use, but it's not, bad, a, bad, it's not a bad word. All right. Cool. I mean, because that seems like a very daunting task for anybody to take on. True Vista, we are fortunate enough that it is not as... Uh, Dire as other parts in San Diego. You know, I, I just take a cruise down to Peco Park to a game, watch the Padres, and if you park anywhere near, like, I don't know, Bottle Rocket, you know, we've Come parked down there. send me a tipsy crow. There he is, always <laughs> promoting. Um, and if you walk across, you see, you see all the encampments, you see everything, it's a little crazier. Down here, we have our pockets of unsheltered people. Yeah. But it's 10 is too many. A dozen is too many. Right. Yeah, and, and the tough part of it is is that, um, you know, sometimes there's just folks that, that don't want the help. Uh, maybe they're just they're mentally unstable and they need different kinds of services before you can address Agreed. the fact that they're unhoused. Agreed. Uh, and sometimes there's people that, that, that got pushed out because, you know, that a few bad things happened in a row to them and all of a sudden they're sleeping out of their car and then all of a sudden they're homeless. Yeah. And so those are the folks that we need to set some protections in place for. Um, I see a lot of, of people now uh, living out of their car. 
Yeah. That more than ever, you know, yeah. more than ever. Now I see a lot of an example of that being more prevalent here, and especially in the area I live in by mm-hmm. like the, the library and stuff. Mm-hmm. Take the boys out and we take our the dog out for a walk and just walking along the road. You just see like a, a stretch of cars and you see people living and I'm like, man. This, w- is, this is a reality. This isn't like, oh, man, I've heard or I think. And it's like, no, this is what's going on, and it's right there. Yeah, and, and there's there's solutions that we need to help provide for those folks, too. Because Agreed. you know what? We can get them back in a home. We just got to figure out how they got in their car in the first place. It's also, easy, man. We're all a couple of months away from being on, you know, yeah. rock bottom, yeah. dire straits. It, it just takes a couple of things and... Not to go in your way or fall in your favor, and all of a sudden it's like, how did I end up here, man? And, and not to not to pivot on the subject because you did bring up a, a good point. It seems like a daunting task, you know. Anybody that's going to get into politics at the city level, you have to immediately, you have to immediately figure out what's your stance going to be on on helping unhoused folks, right? Um, and so you had brought up folks living in their car. I know that I know that your guy Justin. Uh, he really wanted to set up um, a station for them to be at. He wanted to use the YMCA in the afternoons till the morning, so these place these people had a safe place to park, as opposed to having to move around all the time, right? I mean, so there's solutions to to separate problems that lead to to being homeless, um, but but again, you're right, it's an, it's a daunting task. Um, but I did want to pivot over to the other responsibility that we're going to have as a city council is development. What you see happening right now on on the Bayfront, the the Gaylord Hotel, that's not stopping. That's going to continue developing south. So what does that look like? What incentives are we going to provide for developers and those folks that want to build housing? What incentives are we going to provide that are best for the city? And then at the same time that you're developing, it's like how do you address traffic and infrastructure? And so city council deals That falls on your lap. Yeah. You ready for that? well, the five of us, right? Yeah, yeah, but that fault, your lap included, my friend. <laughs> correct, correct. And that's another thing that people need to understand. You know, you're on the east side, you can't vote for me. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that I'm not making decisions about what happens in your district. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So, yeah, we're all in it together, baby. Whether you like it or not. No, for Isn't sure. Isn't that crazy? Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Do, what kind of, uh, why you? Why you, Caesar? Why should people in District 4 vote for you? Because I'm a teacher you can trust. Why wouldn't you want to put an educator, somebody that's had decades of showing that they care about the youth and their families, why wouldn't you want to put that person in City Hall? Um, You know, I was um, walking around yesterday, going door to door, talking to folks. Canvassing. And and I saw that canvassing, and I saw a last name that I knew. Garcia. Now, I won't say it it out loud. I, I won't say it out loud. But, but the woman answers the door, she's an older woman, and we start talking, and I go, hey, you know, I, I recognize your last name. Um, did, you, did you ever have a family member that went to Otay Ranch High School? And she said, oh, yeah, that's my grandson. And I said, tell you what, I won't ask you for your vote right now. You go call him, you go call him, and you ask about Mr. Fernandez, and then you vote for me. Ask about me. So, we, so when you... When you ever come across one of my students and you ask them how I made them feel when they were in my class, they'll tell you Mr. Fernandez was awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's about caring for folks. It's about how I made them feel in that moment when they were in my classroom. I'm bringing that to City Hall. I'm a person who cares about our community. That's why me. Damn, fool, look at that. It's like you were looking at different parts of the room as if there was an audience here. You're just preparing for your victory speech. I see it. <laughs> like you're just, you're visualizing. Like you get it, man. And when I win, you're all coming with What me. does that mean when you win? Like, what, what, was there like a, a party? What happens? Yeah, you usually have like some kind of a, a, a victory party of sorts. Really? Yeah, you know, run your lap around the you room. You going to win this quick. thing, bro? I'm going to win this my thing. My dad, my dad asked you the same things. Like, hey, <laughs> you want to put your, you want to put your sign in my yard? That was awkward. Yeah, he goes, you want to put your sign in my yard? Are you going to win? Yeah, I'm man. Like, yeah, I'm going to win. And I did. Nice. And that was a different election because that was citywide, bro. The whole thing, uh, parts of Bonita and parts of 92154. Uh, Paradise Hill. I, I had to reach like 80,000 voters. Nice. And in the end, I, I walked over 8,000 homes, and I won with 29,000 votes. So if anything, I've shown I'm the person who you won, won. by twenty nine thousand votes. No, I won with twenty. Oh, okay, okay. I was gonna say, yeah. damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Landslide. Yeah, the next nearest competitor had twenty, so that's 
that's pretty good, but it, it doesn't get the job done. Um, so I have shown that I'm the person who's willing to put in the work to win as well. Oh, man. Man, I toss and turn at night always I thinking think I'm not doing enough for my campaign, you know? You're uh, saying all the right things, Cesar Fernandez, District 4 mm. candidate. How can we support you? Is there a place we can all go and uh, show our support? He doesn't say much, but when he does, you know it's vital. Thank you, Barry, for chiming in. <laughs> Thanks for the segue, Barry. <laughs> um, so absolutely. Um, you know, there's that scene in Rounders. You all seen the movie Rounders? Do not splash the boat. Where Mike McD goes to uh, Joey Kanish and he basically mm -hmm. begging for money. Yep. I need money. I need anything you got. Look at me. I'm looking right in the camera. I need money. I need anything you got. You go to CaesarFortrulaVista.com. Go ahead and read up on me. I hope you like me from this interview. And, and we're you, not done and yet. We're, we're not there yet. And you donate. The maximum for any indiv individual or corporation for me is $410. Why not $420? Because that would be too easy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's weird how it's calculated. I mean, it goes up with the cost of living. So you know what, BJ? It might hit 420 when you're ready to run for city council, okay? Barry doesn't even run hey, to the shower. You can't see me running anywhere. <laughs> yeah, well, my boy, don't run, man. Oh, how exciting for you. How exciting to be, you know, a, a, a cheerleader on the sideline mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. we've, we've been supportive. Yes, you have. We've been very supportive of every of your ventures, and you haven't given me or anyone in my corner a reason not to be supportive of what you do. Yeah. So you keep up the good work, and we'll just we'll keep uh, keep supporting you. And, and you know, I'm just bummed I haven't had a whole lot of time to support you guys and what you're doing. Like, I wanted to be on the ride on Sunday instead of, <laughs> instead of canvassing. I wanted to be in Disneyland, but here we are. You know, we all <laughs> we all want things. Were you on the, <laughs> hey? Were you on the ride? I was here. Man, that was beautiful. I was here. That was beautiful. It I was mean, a great thing, man. J-Clip is handling it. He's taking the lead and helping it where. And this, when people ask me, like, what is Emo Brown? Blah, 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 it's a lot of things. And Emo, Emo Brown is a lot of things. It, it's a platform. But more importantly, it's it's communal at heart. Yeah. You know, what it is is if there's a void, we'll do what we can to help fill that void. That That's what we are. You know, we're a foundation. We're a podcast, obviously. We are a social club. You know, we we are many things. We are a, we're an athletic club, Barry. We have boxing today. We're gonna go box. We're gonna go do our thing. Like it's it's just a, it's a group of legitimate do gooders mm. and those who want to try and do better. Mm. And we're here for it. And we're you know the catch line has always been doing good for the hood, and it is doing good for the hood today, tomorrow, and forever. That's just so long as we can pay this forward and you know raise the younger generation to understand like, hey man. You can still do good. You don't need it. It's, it's not hard to do good. Uh -huh. What Justin has been doing is just answering the bell. Whatever's out there. And he has that experience. And he's built for this with the YMCA and just his, his career background. He's, he's built for this kind of thing. And along the way, when you try to do good stuff and you're not doing it for, like, the wrong reasons. Because I know, I, know, I know people that are they do good when they know something is going to come from it you yeah, know yeah along the way we've been just with blinders just legitimately just like okay these kids need to go to sixth grade county they, they, they don't have money to do it we'll help you know no problem okay this little league needs a little bit of money for their fields or whatever clean up okay we're there we mm -hmm. can do this mm -hmm. oh there's flood victims right now in certain neighborhoods that are not really being addressed or helped by the city okay like we can at least help in this way yeah whether it's you know raising uh, awareness uh accumulating funds no matter how small or getting uh hygiene kits yeah cleaning supplies manpower to go out there so i mean justin he's instilled that uh strength and from that comes from his personal and, and career life and put it into emo brown and now it's a whole thing bro yeah man shout out to justin yeah. c lipford bro, kusi was here yeah i saw that nora, K nora was nora here. vargas was here yeah javier the x-men was here for yeah you weren't here <laughs> That's, how about that he was out canvassing <laughs> spreading the good word again i was out canvassing how about that meeting in, meeting the neighbors in district four yes i was in district four he's making a difference where of another this was kind. going on he wasn't here shit and nora uh, and <laughs> nora actually did show up to my canvas event because yeah. she was scheduled to tell to you where were you uh, no. <laughs> why weren't you here but she did say man i left the ride for this and yeah I, was like, hey, I wanted to be at the ride but yeah, you know what? Uh, just to go back to all the good things that, that you, you do. do in the community, 
Um, so you all recently gave a $10,000 check to John J. Montgomery Elementary. Indeed, in, man. In, in that was awesome. District. Yeah. Um, Collectively, not just us. We, you know, we were just the tip of the iceberg leading the charge. Okay. Okay. And so, um, so we would like to formally invite you to the Tula Vista Elementary School District Board meeting. Um, I have to figure out if it's on the 14th if, or if we moved it to the 21st. Uh, but this month we will be recognizing Emo Brown Foundation what? for providing those Look funds at that, to Look the at elementary us. school. That's Look at right. us, guys. That's right. Thank you, man. No, I think it's important uh, to to recognize and uh, just kind of cherish Heroes like you all at the Emo Brown Foundation, what you give to kids. Thank you, man. We appreciate that. Yeah, we appreciate for sure, that. We, for sure. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep doing it. We're not going to stop, you know? Yeah. We, we're not going to start stop until District 4 gives us our, our own day. Chula Vista South says <laughs> Emo Brown Day. Yeah, yeah, we could do that, right? Because this is where the foundation lives. It's in <laughs> yeah. District 4. What's next, bro? What do you mean, what's next? Once you win this uh, District 4 thing of yours... How much time do you have to put in there? What's the term length on this? Four years. Four years. You're going to be like 65. You're going to be older than Biden by the time you're 10 years over here, Will. Yeah, I'll be. So four years and you get uh, two terms and then you have to take a seat for a while. Hold on. Or move on to something else. Eight years. Yeah. Yeah. Could possibly be that. You're ready for that. Uh, Yeah, definitely ready for that. District Uh, one council member name. District 1 is Carolina Chavez. District 2, council member name. Jose Preciado. District 3. Uh, Alonso Gonzalez. District 4, vacant. District 4, no, is Andrea Cárdenas. District 5, or am I tripping? No, the mayor. So, so there's four districts and the mayor. So District 5 is basically all of the Chula Vista. J- there's no District 5. Today there will be. Emo Brown is District 5. District 5 is just is everything. Is, is everything. Okay, so four districts. All right. Very nice. And the mayor oversees everything. Yes. Yes. Is that in your scope? I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. I, I kind of always, I had always told people I wanted to, to go for city council after school board. Um, I just don't see mayor in the plans. Like you said, man, I'll be, I'll be almost retirement age. Is this a, a case of you don't want the carriage to lead the horse? You want to make sure that you nail this District 4 thing first. You do your best ability in District 4, and then maybe you'll throw your hat into the ring? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, you can always tell what kind of a job you're doing by by the feedback that people give you, right? Um, and so, so far, everything has been mostly fantastic feedback from folks. And so I said, hey, I'll step up. Let's dwell on the less fantastic feedback. <laughs> what, 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 what are some of the things that people have said about you? Um, I don't know, man. They, they've said, what, are, what they say a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They say a lot of stuff. Most of it doesn't even stick probably. No, I can't concentrate on that. I just got to keep doing That's the my job. Guy, that dude. Look at that. All you got to say back is. Yahweh! That's all you got to tell people is Yahweh, bro. No, I mean. I, How strong of you to do this, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm scared for you. It's like, sheesh. You know, part of the, part of the pushback is, um. Is the party that I belong to. I belong to the Democratic Party. And so, you know, I do my best to uphold the values, but then there are folks that don't that don't really agree with how it actually looks on the ground, right? Like, but but again Is this a party driven uh, uh, election position uh role? There's I mean, it's really tough for you to win without some kind of large umbrella organization behind really? you. Really? Whether it's a party or whether it is um a coalition of labor unions. Um, it's really hard to just win a seat like this on your own. That's crazy, man. You'd think like even at the level that we're at right now, you you wouldn't need to, you know, have that affiliation. It's just you want to do good for the district that you're representing. Yeah. You know, you want to, you know, make sure you're you're taking a, a proactive approach and bettering the lives of the citizens in your district. I don't know why that has to be a partisan shit. You know, it doesn't it shouldn't have to be like a red or a blue. It's right. it should just be doing the right thing. And it, and and it's not. It's not. It's just that, you know, I've I've been a dam ever since uh since Obama ran. I mean, I think coming out of college I was like probably like I think it was in the Green Party. Mm. Maybe I thought it was cool when I was in college. Look, right where you say right? Green Party, the light behind you went green fool. What does and, that mean? And then uh and then, you know, when Obama decided to run, I said, you know, I want to vote in the primary, so I registered mm-hmm. as a dem. Um but you but the ugliest fights, the ugliest fights are always partisan, but the best decisions are nonpartisan, right? The best decisions yeah. that, that I've made and the school board has made in regards to kids, they're completely nonpartisan. Like we're all on board. Cause it's for the betterment. Right. It's not necessarily like uh, driven by 
other things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't understand. That's why I would never be good in these roles because it's like, damn, fool, just do this. It's the right thing to do. Yeah. Why yeah. not just do that if that's the right thing to do? So that that's m- most of the pushback. It's been it's been party and politically driven. Puro pinche party. <laughs> oh no, not that kind of party. <laughs> yeah, not that kind of party. Oh man, but, uh, good for you, bro. Barry, I'm gonna allow you one question mm. to the person that is running for city council member of your district. Make it a good one, Barry. Let's go. Do you feel that in eight years you'll be able to achieve all that you want to? Um. No, no, because I don't think you solve homelessness in eight years. Um, And I think that the development that I'd like to see happen along uh, the marina, um, I don't think that'll be done. It'll have gotten started. So all I want to do is is get the plans going for that development. What looks best, uh, the best fit for Chula Vista. And then I want to see it get started. I want to Great ground on that. You want to be that guy, huh? I want to be that guy with the shovel yeah, in the ground. Man. But when you say, will I have done everything? I will have started it, yes. And hopefully somebody else will pick up that torch and finish it. And I know you're going to do some stuff in that eight years that's going to ah. be a lasting impression, and it's going to be the, the mark on your legacy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, I will. We Barry, gonna I, gave, have any questions? Ba- Barry I gave you one question. I, I didn't need you for feedback. <laughs> Jesus Lord. <laughs> Albert Aguirre is a local uh, supporter of the Emo Brown Club, a social club member as well. He is okay. a business owner here in the neighboring uh, cities of Chula Vista. National city as well or just Chula Vista? Everywhere. All of the South Bay. Yeah. South San Diego. He, he pretty much is. Hello. Takes care of people. Um, joining us today is Albert with a question. Um, outside of homelessness, which I know you've brought up a couple times, what is that first day focus what else are we focusing on that you feel you can make an impact within that first four years if a second term is not in the cards well well there's still just the uh the idea of public safety in district four there's things that happen here uh the way the place looks that just wouldn't fly on the east side right i live almost as far west as you can go in district four i live by broadway just south of bell i walk my dog there and i just see uh the overgrown city properties i see you know trash feces Mm. how about we start just by cleaning up by directing those resources here so that immediate like health safety part of it i want to take care of that on day one right and then of course the public safety does is is more than just a homelessness situation so i want to be able to redirect some of the resources that we have for public safety uh, to serve district four a lot better um but again, uh, my main thing, the, the thing that excites me is the development that's going to happen here. Look at you, bro. Uh, you get that little twinkle in your uh, eye. Oh, yeah. Gaylord oh, yeah. Properties brings that twinkle because in your eye. you know what? Eye. When folks come here for the big conventions, when they come here for Comic-Con, I want them to stay in Chula Vista. But then we got to surround with the businesses that make them stay here and keep their dollars here in Chula Vista as opposed to hopping on the trolley and going downtown. So what is that development going to look like on Broadway South, right? I want it to be just as popping as 3rd Avenue. Right. But we have to we have to talk with the community. We have to discuss what kind of businesses are best. Right. Because because right now it's, I would it's, say dive bars. <laughs> I'd say probably dive bars are the best uh, sort of a model. Cash to, only establishments. <laughs> cash only establishments are musts. You're a are a key. So I appreciate the question there. For I, I Thank you, Albert. Appreciate that. It's exactly what I wanted to talk about. There As you is. can tell, I get excited when I talk about. The yeah, dollar. man. When you talk about money, you get all perky. <laughs> I was reading a, a, a little note on uh, the Gaylord Properties project being the largest development project in the U.S. right now. Money-wise, labor-wise. Just look at it. It's humongous. It is. Yeah. And it's been moving fast since they, since they put it into motion. Yep. It has been moving fast. Yes. Is that good or bad? No, that's fantastic. That's all good. That's that's all good. That's all good. And there's going to be so many different sectors of jobs that are created with this kind of development. And so the other thing that I'd like to do is create like an office of economic prosperity right here in District 4 where we can be training our youth to take those jobs. What's a youth? I want. I want. <laughs> why do you do that? A youth. What's a youth? I'm sorry. A youth. <laughs> So anyways, I, I want the citizens of District 4 and then of Greater Chula Vista to have first crack at those jobs that we're going to create out here on the marina. Hella political right now. Look at you, dude. Oh, you no. are a politician. <laughs> I can't hang with you no more. This is it. I well, hope you're getting what you want because this is over for us now. Is it? Nah, we're done? No. Nah, I support you guys. 
Uh, I support all of you. I got a, I got a, a, a San Diego mayoral candidate coming on in a week or so. Who's that? Larry Turner. I don't know who that is. No? Yeah, he's running for San Diego mayor as well. Oh, mayor. Yeah. Oh, you said mayor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that that should be fun. Okay. I'm just, you know, catching up on a lot of uh You know what? We need to get we need to get you somebody from the city council race over there, District 4, because that's closest to Chula Vista. District 4 starts in Paradise Hills. Okay. Right? And there's some there's a, there's a few good candidates. They're taking the the position that Monica Step Montgomery yes. vacated. Okay. And you had Monica on this podcast, I sure did. right? Yeah, that was a great episode. So we need to get you some folks from District 4 to come up on here. Larry Turner. Yep. Larry, Larry Turner, Turner running for it. So San Diego primary mayoral candidate, Alan Contrasty. They've got a big homeless issue that they need to address in the city of San Diego. That seems like, you know, you better have something. Exactly, man. That's, That's yeah. huge. Para ver qué pasa. We're not a political podcast. We just got friends that are running for positions in office and... They want to come out and hang out and talk, and we're well, here to listen. Yeah, you guys, you guys have so many different circles of listeners that you can't help but be a political yeah. podcast at some point. I don't who and then and then who you, are you running hey, against, or and, do you not say that? Hey, and then you said and then you said uh, we're not a political podcast, but you did host Politifest mm -hmm. here. What's up, right? huh? What's up? <laughs> we do what needed. If there's a void, we fill it. Yeah. <laughs> and no, I'm not going to I'm not going to mention it. Okay, cuz I was going to say is, is it do I have to extend an opportunity or an, uh, an offer for them to come on here and, and tell us about why they should win? No, you no you don't because you don't accept uh you don't accept uh, public monies. Okay. Uh, even even as a nonprofit, you're not bound by that rule. Okay. Okay. And then and then one of them came on your podcast last time they ran. Go who? Mm, we're not going to mention the name. They became a member. They became a member of Emo Brown, and okay. then they stopped being a member after they lost. Oh, it was a few. There was a few of those. There was a few Ooh, of those. So, man. One of, so one of those is is running against me. Nah, fam. We don't. We don't really want that around here. They were nah, a member, fam. Yes, they were. I better look into this. <laughs> yes, they were. Really? Well, if they are no longer a member, Hexus is going to take care of that. Snip, snip. Oh man. <laughs> The world of Emo Brown and the wow. web that it has created, mm -hmm. the networking and all of the things that we do. Mm -hmm. I'm proud of you, man. I don't know why, but just I'm very proud of you. Thanks for your support. I feel like it's weird to tell somebody who is more established and older than me that I'm proud of them. But you've, you're, you're doing what you've, you've sought out to do. I remember, I don't know if this was, was a candid conversation you had with me, but this was kind of part of the growth development plan of Cesar Fernandez. Mm -hmm. You know, you're telling like, I want to do this. I want to be a part of that. And eventually I want to do this. Yeah. It almost yeah. feels like you got put on the fast track in a sense. Yeah, definitely the fast track. Okay. And, and you know, I also want to say that um, I, I do this knowing that, like I said, I'll probably be done in eight years. And, and I, and I want to help mentor folks that even think that they want to step into these seats, right? And you got a lot of good people in, in the Emo Brown world um, that, that I'd love to work with. Really? Oh, yeah. shit. Because I, I, I have to... I have to develop those that are younger than me that are coming up. Who, who, who you got your eyes on? No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Whoever's you out obviously, there, you obviously have an idea. Listening. Who do you, who do you like? Like mm -hmm. in the in the social club or something? Or whoever's out there listening. You think Justin would be a good good political guy? You know, I I I thought of Justin immediately, of course. Yeah. Immediately, uh, but he would have to change how his tattoos look on his face. He has to scorch all the tattoos off of his body. He's gonna have to start wearing sleeves. No, he move he moves with such passion um, that things have to be done at above level if you're going to be a politician, right? Um, and I'm not saying his isn't above level. I'm just saying he's moving so quickly. Sometimes you got to just take a pause and be like, "Hey, uh, how much input am I really getting here on what I do?" I, I think Justin likes to move at his own pace. Mm. It's a it's a fantastic thing too. So like when he goes to the YMCA board and he says, "Look, I want to use this parking lot." to house the unsheltered i mean he could still do that he could still do that as a city councilman um shoot what am i saying the guy'd be great he'd yeah be great he'd be great i just don't think he'd want to do it mm. okay what about albert um next question all right go ahead. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man! Wow! Hello, pro Caesar. Second Amendment. Oh, there's yeah. enough. There's enough recorded things on this podcast to keep you, me, and Albert. Oh yeah, running. bro. No, that's the thing. And I always get like, "What are you gonna run?" Never. That's not me. You I just like, gotta write you in. You know what I like doing after everything's done with the day? 
going to take my kids to boxing, going and taking my kids to jujitsu, going to take my kids to Little League, bro. That's what I want to do. That's it, homie. Mm. One day, my goal, my exit strategy is getting rid of every business that we have or, or a part of and just wrapping it up, dog. Yeah. You know, continue to do the podcast on, on whatever level we're on, just kind of do it like that. Yeah. If I still got to work at UPS, I'm still grinding UPS, but my life, my goals, my everything is dedicated and to curating and creating the best form of human in form of my children and just helping them pass the baton down and be hey bro be better than me you've got these opportunities yeah let's go you know well you've got my vote now well there it is, there um, it is. my name's steven i'll be running uh for the ice cream truck today <laughs> now there's a lot of responsibility involved in that and uh good on you good on you for uh, taking responsibility to embark on this path yeah man like Fuck, a, I feel like I don't know anything about District 4. Now I got to look into it. And I'm going to see in our social club and see if there were members and shit. Dude. Jesus Christ. Good <laughs> on Oh, us. no, the person I'm talking about ran for mayor last time. Oh, okay. Came on this podcast. Okay. Paid dues. Oh. And then as soon as they lost, they were, they were not gone. a member anymore. Oh, oh we remember a, that. There's a couple, bro. Mm -hmm. are, we, are we not allowed to say their name or something or what? You can if you want, but I, um, I You don't associate with these people anymore. I did can you unmute Albert with, and he'll say it. Did, wait, <laughs> did, did you associate with, with these candidates in the past or something or no? Oh no, I have. I just you know, I'm here to I'm here to give my own get it, some bro. shine. Woo! Don't we don't just, need to talk I don't about need to say anybody oh. else's name. Get out! Can I say it for you? If you want, <laughs> I mean, it's, nah, we good. Nah. But I get it. everybody had their moment of shine in that can in that race. Everybody came on, you know, and that's why I didn't want to be like all um oh you're biased or your favoritism. I was like, nah, man. Is if you're running for Chula Vista mayor. Yeah. And you want to come on the podcast and shoot your shot and yeah. talk about why you should win and your platform and what you're running for, then by all means, come on. But if that's not the case here in District 4, then shit, that ain't the and case. And you have the perfect platform for that, too, because you truly are unbiased. You just want to see what's best happening. So I've, I've listened to, to all your interviews of, of political candidates, and you have given everybody the same courtesy of questions and not taking shots at folks. I'm not a gotcha kind of guy. Yeah. You know, I'm not yeah. like, hey, well, tell me this, riddle me that, yeah. whatever. Albert, do you have another question, or are we going to wrap this bad boy up? You are the sponsor of this episode. <laughs> I know it's early in the process, and you're still going through the primary, but are most people already handing out their endorsements? Like, uh, where some of the big endorsements in the city land the... Uh, Chula Vista Police Department, Fire Department, CVPLA, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Those, those Union 2180 over there with the firefighters. Where the, where's those guys support at? Awesome, awesome. So I can't say, I can't say uh, I have the endorsements of several elected officials. Uh, Juan Vargas, congressman, probably being the, the the biggest name. And then right there with him is is Chairwoman Nora Vargas from County Board of Supervisors. Um, and then I have a host of different trustees from school districts and college boards, you know, uh, people like Don Dumas, uh, Lucio Garte. Teacher of the year. Yeah, Francisco Tamayo. Um, just so many, so many trustees. A, a good friend of mine, Cipriano Vargas up in, up in Vista. Um, just good, Cipriano. good people. Yeah, hey, that's a strong name. That's bro. a badass name. Hey, Cipriano. You know what? Hey, you want to go have Cipriano? You want to go have a cocktail of Cipriano? Hey. Let's go have a cocktail of Cipriano's. Can't nah, say that name without your hand. Yeah, <laughs> Cipriano. Yeah. And hey, one of your buddies, Rudy Lopez, trusty Rudy Lopez, is Uncle uh, Rudy, is, bro. He's giving. Oh me no, well, wrong Rudy. I'm sorry, Rudy Ramirez. Rudy Ramirez, Uncle Rudy, no. <laughs> Not that name. Wrong sir. Rudy? Rudy Oh, we Lopez. can't say that name either. Rudy Lopez. I got to learn on, the man. rules. Rudy Lopez is a good guy, and when he wears shoes. When he wears chanclas. Never, never. And then when you're talking about um, the labor unions, so I did get the endorsement of the Labor Council, which mm. is a consor consortium of, of unions. Consortium. Yes, consortium of unions. I Huh? Oh, I'm turned off. Rightfully so. Well, I said word of the day, consortium. Continue, I mean, it's please. Just, it's just a bunch of unions together. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The Labor Council. Um, I got the endorsement of the San Diego Building Trades. Really? Now, these okay, the, yeah, yeah. These are the folks that build the developments yep. out there, right? Yep. So the iron workers are behind me. Uh, the iron workers, IBW 569, right? Uh, carpenters are behind me. So as, um, as you get closer to winning this primary and you get closer to the actual elections, yeah. I'm assuming this is also gonna grow as well. Correct, correct. And then the firefighters, I cannot officially say that they have endorsed me. That's not true. Can you unofficially they, they say did, it? They did endorse me for school board. Mm. Okay, and Daryl Roberts is a huge supporter. We don't say that name. 
No. We don't say that. We don't say Daryl Roberts? <laughs> if you're telling me I can't say names, damn it, you can't we say names. We don't talk names. about Bruno. <laughs> no, Daryl Roberts is a good I guy. I actually just got their questionnaire on Friday, and so I'm filling that out, and I'll be going up for endorsements shortly. Really? They've been big supporters of mine, so I, I'm going to assume it's going to go well, but they're not officially on the list You know what yet. happens when you assume, my friend. Go ahead. That's right. That's right. So, police, where are we at? Uh, so the police will not be endorsing in my race, but... Um, Why? Um, well, because they're going through a process right now with the city. Uh, um, Illegal endorsements. No. Okay. Not not at all. Not at all. Illegal endorsements. No. <laughs> Is that even a thing, dude? That's going to be the name of our real political podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thank you for tuning in for another episode of Illegal Endorsements. They're, brought to you by Grasshopper. They're, they're focusing on their relationship with the city right now. Mm. And, and so they're not going to do any political activity at this point. Um, that will change after the primary, though. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're yeah, gonna put change. some. You can put a little force, a little pressure. You know. Apply. I I met with David Oyos. I think he's a great guy. Put um, some respect on that name, Lieutenant right. Oyos. That's right. And then um, our relationship with the CVESD and CVPD is a great relationship. It is. I have uh, I've supported renewing their contract, increasing their contract, uh, because. Um, They've been great at keeping our schools safe. Was I just part of you reaching out to them? You know, secondhandly, just kind of like, I'm very supportive of this. I'm very supportive of that. Like I said, there it is, baby. <laughs> Cipriano's for drinks with me. Right no? on, <laughs> so that's a good question, man. Thank you. Thank you for coming in. All right. We appreciate you. Big fan. Look forward to seeing you at the little league that you do not want to be affiliated with. <laughs> that will not be named. They're, our children I, are probably going to be. He, my my kid just got drafted to be in the majors. What we're, team is very he proud on? Of, yeah, I, I'm not at liberty to tell you. Dude, my kid is a Dodger, bro. Yeah, my kid is a Ranger. The oh, Ranger. You're with, T. you're with Coach T. That's cool. Who's Coach T? He's the coach. What's his name? No, nah, he's a wrong coach. Oh, the Rangers? Yeah, maybe, Isaiah. Maybe. Oh, Isaiah yeah, Warner. Yeah, I got Isaiah in Orlando. Top tier oh, coaches. Let's put on his address too. Top tier coaches. Might as well just out in. Hey, they're in district. They're in district four as well. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Absolutely. You better say good things about my coaches, boy. <laughs> so yeah, man, my kids are Dodger, bro. How do you feel uh, about that? Put it, put it like this: the wife sent me the uh, the fan gear for yep, me. Say yep, what you want. Yup. I said I'm a hat. Good. I said I'm good. You're not gonna wear any Dodger stuff. <laughs> A fool. No, sir. You got to support your child. <laughs> How do you think your child's going to feel if you don't support him? And you know what? They're wearing, uh, what are they wearing? The City Connect. Which ones are the Dodger City Connect? I don't even Pull know. Pull them up. Look I'll look that. that up right now. You they're guys like, They're like a super deep blue that mm. they don't even sell that color of pants. <laughs> what? They don't even sell the color of pants. We have to get them like tailored. I mean, I don't want to be biased, but I feel like the best City Connect are the Padres. The Padres are dope as City Connect. I like the Colorado Rockies with the green silhouette of the mountains in the background. Those are dope. The Chicago White Sox one, are, they're pretty fucking dope. Uh, what else? What else is out there? That's it. That's all I like. What yeah, are those yeah, pajamas? <laughs> Your son's playing in pajamas, bro. <laughs> Violet, you're turning Violet. <laughs> oh, man. What, is, what do you taste next, Violet? <laughs> yeah, so no, nah, it's going to be a great uh, final season there at Chula Vista American. Final? What, is the CVA closing? What's going on? No, my son's aging okay. out. How old is he? He's 12. And then 13, it's done. You're done. So wait, 13 and then done or 12, then done? Once you turn 13 by their their league age date, you're okay. done. Okay, really? Yeah. Okay, so my kid's got two years there still. All right. I mean, you could go on and you can play Pony, some other higher level. Uh, but as far as Little League, you're Hey, done. man, that's you're such done. a crazy world of Little League. I mean, there's travel ball, yeah, which costs like a fortune. Depends. On what? Some travel are you using politi- are What you your using idea of a fortune is? <laughs> some travel organizations don't charge a lot. No? No. They're not good then. I wouldn't say that at all. So it depends on what you want for your player. Do you want development mm. or do you want them to play in like, uh, I guess, meaningful tournaments? I want the youths to be off the streets. So so there's a there's a local club. Um, shout out to to the Wolves. Um, they only charge $30 a month. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My, my, the organization my kids with charges more than that. Um, but they play at least one meaningful tournament a month. What, what, what league is that or what are they called? Uh, they are called Excel Baseball. Excel Baseball. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and Your son is good then. Uh, my son, my son is, is is good. Is good. Took a little time to get out that. Oh your mouth, bro. come on, man! I His mean, voice didn't go up. I'm gonna a, take it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let that one. My go. son. My son. Um. He, he, my son is um what you consider to be. My son is good. Like my it, son is good. <laughs> <laughs> like any kid, he makes mistakes. He needs development, mm. but he likes to compete at the highest level, and he's had his success there. Very. How's nice. that? 
That's, that's whatever. That's your truth. I mean, it yeah. is your truth, my friend. So your son, what I remember, uh, he played on the Rockies. He did. Okay, and he used to ha his son used to have a that these extensions in his Still hair, man. Does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, about that life, bro. He had he had the, that these hair extensions under his not is it in his hair or is it sewn into the cap? And it's like a it's like a clip. Okay, it's like a clip. And I'll tell you this: uh, he ain't the only kid I've seen wear that. There's yeah. a couple kids that do that. Imagine. Like those Captain Jack Sparrow hats? No idea what you're talking about. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Are you out of your mind with that question? What are you they have the hair like tied onto them. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like the reggae caps. That have, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay, I see. Yeah, dude, that these, man. He has the world in his hands with all these kids, bro. Yeah. Uh, Talking about the world and the kids in your hands. Do you have an obligation and a job to go do to shape the minds of our future leaders of America and Chula Vista? I do. I got to get back to work. You're going to win, fool? I'm going to win. What are you talking about? I'm asking. I work hard. I got a bunch of good people behind me. I'm going to win. There it is. There it is. Thank you, Albert and Full Circle Group. Camera on Albert would be ideal right now. Thank you. Damn, we, we, lost really we lost Barry real quick. Thank you, Albert Aguirre of Full Circle Group for, you know, sponsoring and being a primary advertiser of the Cesar Fernandez episode leading into the primaries. Dude, look at those cheeks. Four. Don't you want to just slap they're big cheeks. He's, he says he's working out. I don't know mm. what the fuck he's working out, but he, them cheeks. Then you a cheeky motherfucker. Love you, Albert. I love you. Final words. Thank you for having me. There it is. All right, Barry. Thank you very much. She's Fernandez. Thank you very much. Good luck. We're here uh, to support you on your every decision for District Four. Keep at it, fella. All right. All right. Thank you for hosting me. And as I always tell the community, hey, keep me accountable. <sighs> all right. Say less. Thank you. Thank you.